Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One alive, one dead, one fictional. It's up to you who you choose, you pick them all. It's up to you who you choose, you pick them all. Who you having? Make it who you wish. This is your dinner party. And it's your guest list. Hello, and welcome to episode 18 of Guest List with Jake Lambert, the podcast where I interview comedians to find out who would be their perfect dinner party guests. But they can only pick three. One has to be alive, one has to be dead, and one has to be fictional. This week, I am joined by Nathan Caton. It's a great episode. I really enjoyed it. You will too. Just to say a quick thank you for uh, downloading and thanks to everybody who's left a review or who shares it on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. It really does make a difference. Thank you very much. If you're a new listener, please subscribe, please leave a review. But for now, please enjoy my conversation with Nathan Caton. Uh, mate, this is probably the weirdest uh, uh, request. Right? Do you mind if I just quickly pause? I need to um, put my uh, scented diffuser on. Go for it. Man, I'm so gangster, mate. Somebody... <laughs> Sweet. Oh, sensory diffused? What is it? A sensory diffuser? Um, it's, uh, no, a d- diffuser with a scented uh, steam smell that comes out of it. What's the smell? Oh, it's called... Victory? I don't know what that smell is. Victory? Wow. Yeah, mate. Because I'm a winner. Um, no, I got it from. Uh, I got it from, oh, I got it from Birmingham Market a few years ago when I was doing the Glee, and uh, I just uh, it was one. You know the the little um, stalls that you have in, indoors. Yeah. yeah. And they had a whole bunch of stuff. I was like, oh, I'm just, I'm a sucker for a scented candle, so I just bought a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> and you have to turn it on. I'm not afraid with this stuff. What? Yeah, yeah, because um, like if the water runs out, or if you t- it will turn off automatically, or oh. you can just, there's a remote, you just turn it off. So I've just turned it on so that the, basically, <laughs> I, I just had an omelette and my face stinks of egg. <laughs> what would I'd say 12 year old Nathan think of this right now? Or let's go 15 year old Nathan. Would you have been, would he have been into this too? Oh, hell no. No, no. 15 year old Nathan would have thought scented candles. That's, that's something that's. Something my mum does. Like, <laughs> go, and, go and play sports. Go and play FIFA. Eat bloody candles. Make man up. Um, but it's, it depends how you define man. Listen, I'm, I'm comfortable with who I am now. I've got to a point where I'm like, this is me. I'm, I'm, I, would have, I was always tidy. I always liked my room tidy. Always liked it sort of, yeah, just, just organised and tidy, but never sort of properly clean. I would always forget that bit, if that makes sense. It was like, <laughs> everything was in order, but I would if I ever polished... I wasn't moving anything that was on the side. It was just around well, I, it. I think, I think that's a guy thing. Cause I, I still do that now. Like I'll keep up <laughs> polish around stuff. 
um, when my girlfriend, she'll move things. It's like, well, wait, well don't move it, leave it there. That's it's there yeah. on purpose. The dust can't yeah. get under it, surely. Exactly. That's safe. And, That's fine. I mean, <laughs> if, I mean, surely leaving it there, you know where, like, the dust mark is. That's that's how you know where it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's just a little placeholder. It's a bit like in films when they put that bit of tape on the floor so an actor knows where it's mark where his mark is. Just knows yeah, where exactly. to stop. That is just that for that ornament. Exactly. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> when the when's your first gig back? Um, good question. Actually, I think it's the twenty. I think it's twenty first. Um, Shit, we're diving soon. So I imagine you've got days. about eight gigs that night. No, only two, only two. <laughs> Nathan, for the listener, he's, I'd, I'd say, famous for your gig with him in London and you will be maybe, <laughs> I mean, on a quiet night, you'd be one of two gigs, but I'd say easily one of four and upwards. May I, yeah, may I, I'm a, I'm a gig whore, basically, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you, yeah. You're in a great position where you're able to. You've you've done it all. So you can, I mean, obviously you'll be booked to headline a gig, but then another gig can't believe their luck if you say, I'll come and open or I'll come and middle. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the 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 other acts might be a bit annoyed. <laughs> when, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I mean, stage time is stage time, isn't it? You know, so it's like, yeah. if I'm offered if I've got an opportunity you know, to gigs, like, well, why not? You know what I mean? If I'm just down the road. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, of course, and you you drive around as well. Yeah, not relying on public transport. It, well, no, well, it depends. Like, say, like I'm doing like kind of Manchester store or something like that. I won't drive there because that's just too far for me. Um, I think probably oh. Birmingham is is my limit. I didn't realise that. I, I imagine you just sort of like a drive. No, I mean, well, I kind of I'll probably have to know with COVID and stuff. I ain't taking any chances. But like, yeah, if, like say like if I'm doing like somewhere up north. If they book me far enough in advance, I can get my train ticket in, in advance and get it for dirt cheap. And then once once I'm there, then I'll source out where the other gigs are and then double, triple up. Always on, mate. Always on. That city's been Nathan that night. Good luck. <laughs> exactly. Anyone trying to get a last minute spot yeah. when Caton's around. Everyone in Manchester's like, have you seen this black comedian? Yeah, he's that magic. He's that magic too. He's everywhere. <laughs> That's yeah. incredible. What's your favourite gig in London? Uh... Gosh, there's, see, there's so there's a lot of gigs in London, man. Um, but probably the two that spring to mind are Top Secret and Comedy Store. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they're yeah. like a dream. And I was saying to somebody the other day on here how the Top Secret you get the sort of younger lot. Oh, mate, yes. I was going to say the exact same thing. It's like their parents at the Comedy Store and the kids are. <laughs> <laughs> and they both got to see Nathan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They both got the exact same set. <laughs> Top secret, I just think it's absolutely incredible. And then always be comedy. I love. Yeah. Just, oh shoot. Oh, if James Gill's listening, I know. I know Tim. Tim Lewis uh, listens. Who helps run it? Because he <laughs> tweeted about it the other day, and he always said what he enjoys is the fact that always be comedy gets a mention every other week. Um, so I just have to do my honorary mention of always be comedy, but it's such yeah. a good club. It's like an absolute dream. I've mm. had sometimes the mistake of, um, having my last preview before Edinburgh 
at that venue and then absolutely oh, okay. no gig in Edinburgh is not even going to be as good be anywhere near as good as the preview I had there <laughs> yeah what's um, I was going to ask your picture on um, Zoom is Toronto and you've got the Toronto hat do you have family yeah. there yeah man T- Toronto is like my, my, my second home that's a place where I, oh. I would love to live if mm. I can make a living but there's the comedy circuit out there isn't like it is here so yeah um, do you know I, I lived in Canada in 2012, but I went okay. to Toronto five years later. Uh, mm. I went to a friend's wedding and then I flew back via there. I'd never been there before. And I fell in love with it. Toronto, I tell people, is the best city I've ever been to. And yeah. I don't think I'll ever go to a better city. It is, whether it's just, well, one, it's incredible, but I think it's also must be just perfect for me. Like the fact you can just, I don't, I don't know what it is, but like I was like walking along and like the, was it, is, is it the massive lake that's right there? Yeah, On, Lake Ontario. Yeah, that, that, that just being right there, and you can just walk alongside it, these huge yachts. And I just turned a corner, and then I was, like, watching uh, the Blue Jays for, like, $12. Because they just because <laughs> they play, like, I didn't realise, baseball, because they play, like, seven times in a row, they just have to sell the tickets. Yeah. And then we went to the, the museum, where on the last Friday of every month, the museum is, like, a nightclub. Have you done this? Cool. So they just no, I've done that. All all the local sort of uh, food trucks, they like put a place, a little stall within the museum. So you just walk around the museum. Downstairs in the main bit is like an actual like dance floor. Then it's just bars, and it's absolutely incredible. And I was messaging, is it? Um, I can never get his name right. Is it Evan Des Desamaris? Uh, as a comedian who. I think he's based in Manchester now, but he is from there. And I was messaging him saying, oh, cool. is there any way you can be a full-time comedian in Toronto? Like, let me know immediately. Oh my yeah. God, I'm not coming home. And he just can't <laughs> do it. No. Yeah, I've, I've, I've tried to, um, I've been on holiday a few times. I've gone to some of the comedy clubs and spoke to a few comedians and they're like, nah, I've had to get like a part-time job or something. I'm like, wow. oh, Yeah, even you. <laughs> yeah, mate, I can't do, I can't do seven gigs a night. Um, <laughs> There's only four running. It's literally impossible, Nathan. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, to- Toronto, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like, for me, Toronto feels like London, like, it's, like, it's multiculturalism and stuff, mm. but just, like, maybe cleaner and friendlier. Exactly that, exactly. And Because anybody who tells me they're, like, New York, I say Toronto is just cleaner and friendlier. Mm. But definitely go to Toronto. It's incredible. Yeah, it's, um, it's a beautiful city. So, yeah. yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've, I've got family there, and um, I'm into basketball, so I follow the, the Raptors. They're my team. And do you, do you go to baseball at all? You've been to the Blue Jays? No, I'm not, like baseball's a one sport, probably ooh, along with maybe golf, that I just <laughs> haven't got into yet. I mean, I want to get into baseball, but mm. it just feels like it's so long and so bitty. If there was like a shortened version to kind of get me get all the rules so I know and then I'm like okay I'll go with a proper game but at the moment it's like yeah and you understand when you go there you understand why in sort of films uh, in American films they have people sat there watching a game having a full on conversation now you couldn't do yeah. that at the football I've been to the football with a friend uh, who sometimes decides to sort of have a conversation I'm like are you mad like anything could happen at any moment my concentration's on the game and then you go to baseball and you go oh you need you literally need to entertain yourselves for I would say mm. 50% of it and I rushed to get to a yeah. game this was actually when I was in New York to New York Mets I rushed to get there and then realized that I was one of the first people there there was still four hours to go <laughs> and people would just casually turn up as it got more exciting 
And it's yeah. such a different experience. Because I don't know about you, but with football here, you're a Brentford fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like if yeah. I go to watch Tottenham, I have to be there at the start. I have to be there for kickoff. And there's no way yeah. I'm leaving before the end of the game. But people just come and go, they just dip in for two hours and then they're just off again. Yeah, yeah. Such a different yeah, experience. Yeah. Like, baseball's it's like a like a day out, isn't it? Like a, like yeah, a exactly out, that. Almost. Yeah, because people go, oh, wow, it's amazing. They've got, like, singers. They've got these, like, races that happen. I was like, they have to. Otherwise, people would refuse to go. Yeah. <laughs> you have to give them something else. <laughs> yeah. You're there for six hours, but essentially 21 minutes of sport. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the hit rate is terrible. And I couldn't believe it. And I think the Mets were doing well when I was there. But the amount of, like, I don't know what they say, n- non-hitters, no-hits, whatever it is. Strikes. Strikes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quite a famous term. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you didn't say that when you were in New York. Like, oh, another non hit. <laughs> Nathan, mm-hmm. there's been a knock at the door. Mm-hmm. The first guest of the evening. It's your alive guest. Mm. Who's at the door? Okay. Um, there were two people who possibly could have turned up. Ooh. Um, so, do, okay, should I, should I give you the person who almost turned up but didn't make it? Who's on the bench? Okay. Uh, Alicia Keys. Uh, <laughs> okay, so this evening could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it all came down to what, what mood I was in. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, she, she's very talented. That goes without saying, you know, brilliant musician, brilliant singer. I've seen her so many times in concert, and she's gorgeous. So I was like, okay, I, I can, you know, wine and dine her, right? But then I thought, don't do that. Because... Scented candles, yeah. Yeah, oh, mate, <laughs> I hope you like diffusers, babe. <laughs> Are you a winner? Because I've got some country. Um, um, so, no, so, so it's not her. So uh, at, the, at the door is uh, one of my idols. Uh, oh. Growing up, um, one of the goats, uh, uh, especially during like my, my my early years, my my, my you know, kid teen years. Um, yeah. it is Eddie Murphy. Great shouts, mate! Come on, just just knock on the door, open it. It's gonna move. Oh, yeah, mate. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Murphy got strolls in. I'm going to request that he wears like a red leather suit. Uh, if we're going back to that era, he may also want to eat a steak off a woman's body. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> um, a phenomenal image, aged terribly, but still, if if it was done for you know the sake of a photo, pretty cool. But if he if he request that, I mean, I'm sure can make some some sort of arrangement. <laughs> you know people who know people who know people. So you said like formative years. So growing up, would your family all watch Eddie Murphy? Yeah, man. So I, I remember like being a kid, um, and my and my mom, my aunts, my grandma uh, huddled around uh, the the, uh, the the VCR um, to watch uh, Delirious. Oh, right. Yeah, and I didn't know. I was eighteen, rated eighteen. So they just sent me and my cousins outside. Go and play. Go and play. <laughs> oh, fuck. Fuck child kid. Go on, hey, go on. <laughs> We're busy. And they'll be watching that. I can hear them, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Just cracking up from outside, right? What's, what's that? What's that? And I knew it was Eddie Murphy, but I just didn't realise what 
Right. So I, you would have known him from films as well. That's the thing. I, I, I knew him from films. And when I saw yeah. like, the, the cassette when he's like holding a microphone, I was like, what's he doing? What kind of, what kind of film is that? And then it clicked. Yeah, right. He's a stand-up comedian. Um, so the first chance I got to watch it, you know, when I shouldn't have been, that I was watching it, mate. Day before your 18th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> mate, yeah. I'm a man now. <laughs> so can you remember the first, can you actually remember the first time you watched it? Yeah. Uh, I, I was probably, mm, maybe 14 or 15, maybe. Yeah. Um, I I got the I got the same cassette. I I borrowed it. Well, I say borrowed it. I told my grandma that I'd give it back, and I've, I think I've still got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, she had it in um in a cupboard, you know, like a massive ornament with a cupboard at the bottom that she had. In right. The, but she had she had all the cassettes in the bottom, and then um I think I was I was looking for something, and I was like, oh, uh, can, can I can I borrow this? And she, and she was like, yeah, take it, take it, take it. Not realizing at the time what it was, I guess, um, oh. or maybe. Or maybe because I was older, she's like, ah, he's old enough now. And um, yeah, so I took it, went home, like 14, 15. And uh, I think I had, I had a VC, did I have a VCR player, a video player in my room? can't remember if I did or not. But I was either in my room by myself or I was downstairs by myself and everyone had gone to sleep. And yeah, just put it in. Oh, wow. Oh, my, my God. Because, I, I, so bear in mind, um, as you were saying, right? I knew Eddie from from films, so so it was coming to America, um, Beverly Hills Cop, Trading Places. Uh, saw this this stand up piece, and yeah, just just yes, um, it just blew my mind. It's like, oh, he, he does stand. Obviously, he's been so funny in film, but this is where it all came from. Yeah, and right. Yeah, it was like this guy. I mean, and, and I'm a, he was only at like, 22 when he's delirious. And it's like, this guy's amazing. And it's like, yo, it's like, yeah, it's just totally just, yeah, just blew my mind, man. And um, that's one of my favorite specials still to this day. I mean, obviously, a lot of stuff that he was saying, he, he couldn't say now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see him dry, but yeah. Because <laughs> he, um, he was back, wasn't he? He was supposed to tour last year. I listened to um, Mark Marin, the WTF podcast. Yeah. Uh, and I knew that there were sort of rumours that maybe he was coming back. But he literally said, oh, no, it was all booked. We were we were ready to go. Um, mm. So I, d- I didn't realise. I mean, hopefully he comes over here. But I mean, yeah, but I, I imagine I some, you'd find a way to get tickets. I don't doubt that for a second. Mm, mate, I'll try and blag to get, get a spot. Listen, I've got a gap between <laughs> 9.15 and 9.45. Can I do a quick 10? <laughs> And then just jump down and sit right in the front row. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, um, I've got to do another gig. I've got top secret. So I've got <laughs> you wrap this up. <laughs> um, what would what would you say uh, is like your favourite then? Like, or away from the stand up, favourite film of his? Oh, coming to America. Oh, really? Yeah. And yeah, what did you think to- of the sequel? See, now this is this is one of the like this is why I'd have Eddie Murphy over. One because he's my idol. But there are some pressing questions. One is, why couldn't you just leave coming to America as is? Like, oh, I mean, yeah. I understand the financial incentives and you know the kind of the, the whole nostalgic feel. But 
the first movie is such a classic it's like dude leave us yeah. wanting more because then because nothing is ever going to be as good as your own imagination because it's mm. perfect for you that sequel is always what you would want it to be so you can just imagine in your head what could happen or yeah. you know just like the idea of what it could be is it's mm. never going to live up to expectations especially after that long i thought it was such a mistake exactly. and especially i think doing it even on Amazon Prime was a mistake because at least you're going to want to go and have like an experience with other people yeah. in the cinema because yeah. it is actually watching a comedy in the cinema actually does work. Mm. Like when everyone's properly laughing, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It is a really good experience and it was just mm-hmm. thrown away. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in my head, it was never, I knew it wasn't going to be as good as the first one because the first one is so good. It's like, okay, nothing, you're not going to be able to top that. Yeah. But it, it didn't even get close for me. Yeah. Was, like, oh, I was just like... Uh, do you reckon, if you actually met him, would you be brave enough to mention that, to actually ask? Or would you just say, you'd crumble and go, I loved it? <laughs> See, I, I know what I'm like. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bitch. Uh, so I would, I'd be like, it was cool, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it's cool, it's cool. And then if, if, if he made a joke about it flopping, then I'm like, yeah. Then you're in. Was, oh, mate. <laughs> so would you say he's influenced your work? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I say he has. I mean, obviously Eddie got it from Mitchell Pryor and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, yeah um, I think a lot, a lot of the black American comedians influenced me in... Yeah, uh, in my stand-up, I guess um, maybe just like the, the stage confidence, the presence, the uh, mm, yeah deliver, delivery and stuff like that, um, and also like also especially early on, early on in my career, um, Eddie used to talk about his family and things like that. Which yeah, is something I've done a lot of. So yeah, there's a lot of like the whole family influences. Yeah, that, that's yeah. I guess it's it's all inspired by the likes of Eddie and so. Who would you say it is now? I was thinking this the other day, because I was watching, you know, uh, Netflix did the extended cut of uh, Tambourine with Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, who would it be? Because it's, I know it's quite a lazy way to look at it, but because there always has been sort of a real sort of prominent black voice in comedy, that it would have Mm -hmm. gone Richard Pryor, Eddie Mm -hmm. Murphy. Does it then go Chappelle, then Rock? Or does it go to one of those two? And they're sort of battling out to be the next... Um, does that make I, sense or is that a really lazy way to look at it but do you know what I mean no, it's no, always no. Like... I, get, I totally get what you mean um, I think around oh, maybe late 90s early noughties it went to rock and then I feel like now Chappelle's kind of taking it for now yeah I mean the fact that Chappelle I mean his specials obviously are huge he's been so um, what's the word prolific and then the yeah. fact that now there seems to be this thing that's sort of unwritten raw SNL where the day after the presidency announcement, he goes <laughs> yeah. on there and does like, a, that's yeah. like, he's like a voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. Because I was watching, I don't know if you, have you seen on Amazon Prime, they've got um, a series, it's like a documentary. Actually, sorry, it's not a series even. It's just a documentary about the comic strip in New York. Okay. Oh, it's no. really good. It's incredible. Um, and they've got, Chris Rock and everyone talking on that, and Chris Rock. In fact, I think they get a few different comedians without the others all knowing. They all end up telling the same story about the fact that Eddie Murphy popped in and he said, 
you know, have you got any black acts on tonight? And so yeah. Chris Rock was up and coming and he was hanging around. So they went, oh yeah, Chris is on. And Chris wasn't supposed to be on. But Chris, uh, is, who's okay. there to like put out chairs, he goes on and he's sort of, he's only on because basically they don't want to upset Eddie. And then it's the whole oh. thing about that. And, but, every, but Chris Rock tells the story, but someone else makes it. Maybe they've heard the legend of the story. But honestly, uh, comic okay. strip on Amazon Prime. It's such a good, I can't remember the name of the guy who ran the venue there, but he was like, quite a very, uh, I think he was sort of very honest sort of promoter who would just sort of mm. say, mm, I didn't really like that. I can't quite remember his name now, but it's honestly, it's amazing. And they all, they all come back and talk about it, but just hearing oh, the so. way that Eddie Murphy sort of came in and it sort of, he'd sort of lifted Chris Rock up. It's really yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, oh yeah, because I guess then like, um, didn't Eddie get Chris onto Burbius Cop 2 for like a mm-hmm. small, like two minute cameo? Yeah, with that, he's driving the truck or something. Yeah. And yeah, ten thousand cars. Yeah, for limos. <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> right, there's been another knock at the door. Second guest of the evening, mm. dead guest. Okay. Who's joining, Eddie Murphy? Okay, um, well, one of Eddie's mates, right? Um, yeah. So uh, there's gonna so it's gonna be a knock, right? But I know I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna long it out. So there'll be a knock. And then I won't okay. answer it. Right? Then there'll be another <laughs> knock, and I still won't answer it. Then there'll be more knocks until eventually I hear, Jamon, Jamon, do, 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 do. Right? Open the door and moonwalking in, Michael Jackson, of course. Incredible. I just have to pause a second, just appreciate that intro. <laughs> 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 and the fact that even though you brought Michael Jackson back from the dead, you're not open. You're basically said, I'm not opening the door unless you do the catchphrase. Yeah, exactly. Come, you're Michael Jackson. You have to do it. Moonwalking. Right. right. When a diamond gloves, all that shit. The whole shebang. So that's, a, that's the big question. When someone brings back someone who's dead, what age are you bringing him back then? What sort of I'm era is this? Him, I'm bringing him back. Uh, probably it's post thriller. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's, he's probably, he's, yeah. So he's just done Thriller and he's now working on the bad album. It's that, okay. That so basically, I guess, literally peak MJ. Prime Michael, when Michael right. was the man. This goes well with the last episode we did because we were talking about cancel culture and the yeah. idea of still appreciating people's work despite oh, yeah. these sort of accusations. Yeah. Now, an example I used is the fact I think we should still be able to appreciate the work. Now, my argument for it is if I went out for dinner and when I'm at the restaurant, news breaks that the now long dead John Ford uh, mm. was um, was like it was proven that he was like guilty of crimes. I don't therefore have to suddenly get an Uber home. I can no, still so drive my walk. Ford car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still allowed to appreciate the work. I'm still allowed to use the work because that is a separate thing. And at what point do we pause? Do we stop doing that? Yeah, I've just got an image of you like walking out of the restaurant and someone's torching your car. <laughs> <laughs> it's my car, it's my car. <laughs> exactly that. So I guess you're you're fully on board with we can still appreciate it. I mean, well, in fact, to the point where you've actually brought him back anyway. <laughs> Things I'm, I'm such a Michael Jackson fan. I'm a proper geek for Michael. That he's incredible. I'm, I, I never. Did you see ever see him live? No, I, I had tickets for this. Is it? And then oh no, 
Oh, Dr. What's his name? <laughs> my, um, I remember my mum and my sisters going to watch him and me and my dad going to pick them up from Wembley and it just being like, a th- I'm sure they would turn about people fainting there and it just being like, and it was almost like we were picking them up and it was almost like they'd gone to see Jesus. <laughs> it was like, what, yeah. what was it like? What happened? To, like to, like yeah. this ridiculous figure that you just couldn't quite believe. I, I think even at the time, I couldn't quite believe he was in London. I was like, why is he here? Because yeah, you know, even know. when you're younger, America's this ridiculous, big, massive thing that you'd go, why would you ever leave? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah to I me, it felt weird that he was a half an hour from my house. <laughs> so what is he doing here? He should. Is he gonna choose? Is he gonna choose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Wembley as an area, he should not have had to see. <laughs> yeah, no, no offense, you know, in Wembley, but you know it's true. Come on, yeah. uh, I'm a West London boy. I know Wembley very well. I remember yeah. when I was a kid, and the only thing good about Wembley was the, the cheap market on a Sunday, and that was it. Right, yeah, 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 exactly. And the football. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. And, and stadium, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, I guess, we've got the ages come back. Um, what would you say if you could have one question? What are you asking him? One question to Michael? That's a good question. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, gosh. What would I say to Michael? Oh... Uh, Oh gosh! Oh man, there's so many. There's so many questions that I want to ask him. That's the thing. Uh, gosh, you put me on the spot, mate. I've got I'm a slightly easier question, but you can leave it. You can leave that one in the back of your mind while we talk about it. The other one was: He says to you, "I'll perform one song." Mm-hmm. What do you want? That's an even harder question. Oh. <laughs> So many classics. How do you choose that? Oh, mate, one, just one. <laughs> You're like, I've brought you back from the dead, and I get one song. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, but get out of my house. Um, Moonwalk uh, out of here. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Okay, um, the one song, probably Billy Jean. But yeah. That's very hard, mate. That's a, <laughs> that's a tough question right there. Because, hmm. But with Billie Jean, there's the instrumental bit where he just dancing doesn't, and doesn't moonwalk and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, but then again, oh, see, things, once you see, now for Billie Jean, I thought, oh, what about this song? What about that song? Like, Smooth Criminal when he does the lean. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that, that's what I'd ask him about. Like, what's in them shoes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are there magnets under the stage are somebody suddenly screwing into your foot how is yeah. that happening it's like, bro, just tell me because I have got so many scars on my chin from trying to do that shit so tell me what is it it's a ridiculous move because I remember thinking about it and thinking of what he'd done and then I was like I wonder how I, and I remember practicing it and then watching it on YouTube and being like yes. the angle I was at was pathetic <laughs> <laughs> But 89 degrees, was it? <laughs> oh, mate, it's it's such a good choice. I just, I mean, how can you argue against that? In the last episode, for example, we had Elvis there. And it was a similar yeah, thing um, about Katakota, but you go, we've got, you've got Elvis Presley. How could you not? Yeah, that, the greatest entertainers. Don't, no, as, as a comedian, 
who's an entertainer. Michael Jackson is, for me, yeah. the greatest, greatest entertainer. And what was your reaction when he died? Uh, I didn't. I didn't believe it. I remember I was I was on a I was on a bus coming back from a gig. Obviously, obviously. Um, wow, that's and, what it was. Twenty fifth of June two thousand nine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, right. What was the gig? Good memory. No, oh, what was the gig? I, don't even, I think it must have been some. I don't know what was the gig. I don't remember what it was. But I remember I was on a bus from Ealing Broadway going back to Greenford. So you know, glamour. <laughs> um, and uh, my, uh, <clears throat> my my dad called me. Or he, he texted me. Say, you heard Michael Jackson dead. And I, was like, I thought he was playing a prank with me because you know some. Everyone knows in my family knows that I love Michael Jackson. They all <clears> know so you've like, got the tickets. <laughs> Yeah, well, did my dad know? He might have known, I can't remember. Um, but he knew that oh. I was a proper, like, proper fanboy of Michael Jackson, right? So he's like, yeah, Michael Jackson died. I was like, what are you talking about Michael Jackson? Because, I don't know, even though he's human, it's like, Michael Jackson doesn't die. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to live, he's going to outlive me. <laughs> um, so I was like, what are you talking about? He's not dead. He's like, yeah, he's dead. I was like, seriously, dad. He's like, yeah, I'm serious, mate. He's like, dad, are you just, are you trying to wind me up? And then I had to get home. Oh. And I was like, oh, oh man. Yeah. And yeah just, I just couldn't believe it, man. Because that must feel like, basically like a relative's died. For me, yeah. It was like, it's it's Michael. Like, mm. Yeah, it's like, where, where's, where's the good music going to come from now? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we're still asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, yeah, I was, I, was, I was in shock. I just, yeah, I couldn't fathom that Michael Jackson had gone. It's like, it just, as you say, that he's not supposed to die. Mm, it's Peter Pan, mate. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Two huge guests. Another knock at the door. Third guest of the evening, final guest, fictional guest, which for a lot of people is the toughest. I have a feeling for you, not very tough. Uh, yeah, mate, that was, that was my easy one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a I'm coming. For me. <laughs> so, who's at the door? All right, cool. Again, I'm going to long it out, right? Um, I'm not going to, I hear a knock, I won't answer it, right? In the hope that instead of like me having to go to the door, He'll just crash through the window or through the roof or something like a ninja because it is one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Donatello. My guy's in the house. Donatello? Yeah, man, of course. Wow. Okay. Donatello. 
Right. I can say for the listener right now, Nathan's sat in sort of his, his office, I guess. Yeah, I can currently well. see two pictures of Donatello. One over your right shoulder yeah. and then one he's on the bottom of that with a pizza on his head uh, to your left as well. Yeah, yeah, that's the first, yeah. Mate, what, what you can see is the, the tip of the iceberg. Right, Mate, okay. Is this is... going throughout, throughout oh, the house? I've got, well, I've had to all like put it all in one room. In one room, I, just condensed it. Yeah, because I, I mean, before my girlfriend moved in, I like the uh, turtles, bed sheets and stuff. Oh. <laughs> but, so, no, so I've got like, yeah, I've got turtles like teddy bears and stuff. Right, and, yeah, uh, that's right there. Turtles, bean bag. Uh, this is fairly new, maybe. First lockdown? Right. <laughs> no, say maybe four to five years old, this one. You st- is it like when it's your birthday, Christmas? Is it you're guaranteed you're going to get a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toy or present yeah. or gift, something, some merchandise? Some- I'm a very easy person to buy for because it's either sports or Ninja Turtles or like maybe French because I'm learning French. But yeah, it's just, um, oh. yeah, I get turtle stuff. So I've got, like, my 30th birthday party was a surprise party. Tells me, and so actually, very easy for anybody uh, who knows you. The only difficult thing would be, has he got this already? Exactly, <laughs> and the answer would be yes. Like, yeah, yeah. You to have basically what people have for like wedding gifts, wedding guests, and like wedding lists, where it's like <laughs> just an update every year what Nathan still still needs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just keep adding to it every time they bring out something new. Exactly. So, what's your favourite film of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? First one, 1991. 1991. That's the yeah. Corey Feldman? Yes, yes, yes. That's correct. Um, oh, okay. Uh, Jim Henson uh, doing all the uh, puppetry and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yes, 1991. What is the one? And I don't know if it might have just been an actual episode from a tape I had. I think it might be. Just a, yes, in fact, I th- I'm almost certain it, it was. It's just a tape because I think it's just a, a cartoon, and it was a bit when they're in the sewer. I don't know if you you, you can help me with this. I've been looking for this, so I reckon twice a year I'll try and give it a Google to try and find it. <laughs> There's a bit when they are in the sewer and Shredder's also there, and they're fighting something together. And one of the turtles says to him, "I never thought I'd say this, Shredder, but this time we're on your side." Do you know Is that, that cartoon or, or, or cartoon? It's cartoon. I think about it often because I often think about when we use it. So even when it was the Super League thing recently, and all the all the football fans suddenly came together to be against this <laughs> thing, I remember thinking, "Oh look, we're, we're all on the same side." Yeah. I yeah. always <laughs> just think of that one scene when they even end up being on the same team as Shredder. Analogy. <laughs> <laughs> so the 1990s is the best one they've redone oh, them yeah. mm-hmm. and it just I mean they did was it TMNT uh, so you're talking about the, the films the action films yeah yeah so there was they, uh, yeah, uh, T- TMNT or show, and then there was um, TMNT 2 Out of the Shadows right um, both Michael Bay films and so if you know Michael Bay you'll know that no just, 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 no. just no, not going to no, work the turtles yeah, because t- t- they're ninjas, they, they fight. Michael Bay, mm. like, just blowing up stuff. Boof, boof, boof. It's like, 
mate, that's not the turtles. They're ninjas. There's nothing ninja about making a shitload of noise and a mess everywhere. <laughs> so why Donatello? I feel like Donatello is the one that I most like, you know. Um, <clears throat> bit of a nice guy, bit of a geek. Um, you know, bit of a, bit of a nerd, a brain box. Um, that's, right. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Kind of speaks to me. Kind of yeah. Me. Yeah, I get, I get that. And he, his weapon is the uh, the bow stick. The bow stick. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I remember growing up. I think Michelangelo is he the sort of the more jokey one? Yeah, the orange one. Yeah. So yeah. makes jokes, eats pizza. That's him. That's it. Right. Yeah. And then you've got uh, so Raphael Red yeah. with the two. What are they called? Sorry. Side. And then who are we missing? Leonardo. Yeah. The, the noble leader. And what colour's his? Blue. So Raphael is the only one that kept the original colour. Was the original colour red in the comic books? Yeah. So they all, all have they all have reds and then the others get new colours. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Right, okay. I'm I'm just I'm literally going back into like my childhood knowledge of what I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> so if I was to watch one film now to get back into it, do I just ignore these other ones and go back to 1990s? That's still just the best one. Yeah, go back to yeah, 1990 and um, The Secret of the Use, number two. The, the original films after the comics and the TV, TV right. series. The new yeah. ones, yeah. Um, these new films of Michael Bay, it's, just, it's not as good. I mean, it's they've taken bits of the old story and try to like change it. It's like you don't need to change it. Like just leave oh. it as if like for example, do you remember like um uh so where was it? So a no okay that was it. So the story of the original tales is that uh Moss Splinter he was uh, a pet rat in Japan. Yeah and then he got to America, got covered in ooze with the turtles and they grew up together. Whereas in the new Michael Bay ones the story is that April had the turtles as pets and then she lost them, and then they got covered in ooze. So then she's always known the turtles. It's like, that doesn't make oh, sense, mate. Listen, that... Go back to having a pet rat who speaks and somehow made his way from Japan to New York. <laughs> they changed bits of it. It's like, yeah. No. But also, you, you need the Japan thing to make sense of the fact that they're ninjas. Exactly. exactly. Otherwise, it makes no sense. Unless, yeah. unless April grew up watching Bruce Lee films and they just <laughs> <laughs> watching martial arts well, from the tank. They had, yeah, and yeah, well, that's the thing. So in the new one, Master Splinter, he learned uh, his uh, martial arts skills from reading books. Right, as we know, it's the best way to learn any martial art. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to being a pet, in, a pet in a pet cage imitating his master in Japan. It's like, mate, like Michael Bay. That is such, I mean, it would have been even been so easy for like, I don't know, for some reason for April to have found them and they'd come from Japan and her to have found them, something. Just keep Japan there. Yeah, exactly. I'm was, angry yeah. for you. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Share my pain, mate. Um, yeah, just, no. So watch the originals, number one. Yeah. N- number two, even um, you got like Vanilla Ice making his cameo. Have you? Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he does the uh, the ninja rap song. He does he's the main song for the soundtrack in number two. You, I, I guess when I was growing up, that was just a person that was there. It wouldn't have meant <laughs> anything to me that it was Vanilla Ice. I probably just never connected the two. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, um, go ninja, go ninja, go. I or ninja that. rap, as he calls it. <laughs> and I'm not going to ask you to do it, but I can just imagine that you can. Oh, yeah, stop. 
it's the main machine. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slam and jam into the new drink sounds. Yeah. Yeah, mate, I'm mate. Go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go, 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 mate. <laughs> there was about three times during that where you stopped and you couldn't help it. You just had to carry on. <laughs> so we have a quick silly bit now where just to get an idea of what the dinner party will be like. Currently, all we know is um, Eddie Murphy's there. He's laughing along. Michael Jackson is performing. He's only been allowed in Austria on the catchphrase. And then Donatello's come in after crashing through the roof to get there. So yeah. it's absolute chaos. But... The dinner by itself, just a couple of quick fire questions so we can understand what it's going to be like. Okay. As actual dinner party. Right. Sure. Beer or wine? Oh, wine. But only for me, Michael and Eddie. Because uh, Donnie, he's a teenager, isn't it? Always thinking. Sensible, mate. Sensible. <laughs> Whiskey or gin? Again, for you three. Uh, we will go... we go Whiskey. Nice. Whiskey, you know? bit stronger starter or dessert i don't know why you have the option i'm sure you can have all three but what do you prefer i i personally prefer a starter i'm, I'm a, oh. a sweet man i think that's the first sort of uh sort of everything's been sort of about like how much you've sort of still very much affected heavily affected by your childhood but i can't imagine 14 year old nathan was like i love a, a white onion soup <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was that as a kid? Would I? Yeah, it's kind of probably would have gone full sweet, but yeah, as I'm scolder, yeah, save yeah. myself. Yeah. And then meat or vegan? Oh, meat all day. Meat. That's no, no offense to the vegans, but no, no, just no. Are, are any of the guests? I mean, obviously not, not Donatello. I wonder if Eddie Murphy's gone quite LA now. Do you think, or do you think he's still eating steak? Well, we know he, he certainly ate at least one steak. <laughs> Let's go meet. music or games. I mean, I assume we've got well, Michael Jackson there. Yes, yes, yeah. Can't you, <laughs> I'm not having Michael Jackson over to play noughts and crosses. No, music. Let's see how uh, the King of Pop does with charades. <laughs> <laughs> and then I reckon again we know this one: culture or politics. Oh, culture. Culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then. Uh, I have actually had a few tweets this week to say that I can't pronounce this, so I'll try and do it. What is your signature dish? Oh. So am I cooking for these guys? Well, because Donatello's there, you can just order pizza. See, that's what I was going to do. So it makes sense. <laughs> we're going to have pizza, guys. I don't, I don't have Donnie pick up the pizza and bring it on the way here. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have to cook. I've got Donatello there. Yeah, absolutely fine. And what, what pizza are we going for then? If uh, for some reason with this rule of one, where you can only ask Michael one question, you can only perform one song, you can only have one type of pizza, what are you going for? We will have a spicy meat feast. Sp- spicy meat feast. I'll be out. I cannot do any spice. I'm pathetic. Oh, Jay, but, come on, bro. If any of you leave crusts, I'm in for that. <laughs> we now go through my predictions for who oh, I thought you would choose. Am I that predictable? Let's see. For Alive, yeah. I went with 
Eddie Murphy. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Um, so I, I, I went on the, uh, I was on, the, I think, the British Comedy Guide and I was reading sort of, an interview, and you were saying similar to how growing up, I guess they ask about what, what sort of your love of comedy. And you and I, I read a bit about you saying how your parents would watch it while you would sort of be kicked out of the room and you could just hear yeah, them laughing. Yeah. Okay. And I just thought, surely, surely, if he's influenced you like that, any chance to meet him, you haven't Eddie Murphy. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. I spoke about this with comedians on here before when we talking about uh, when them choosing comedians, how our our job sort of means that we can easily come across these people. Do you reckon there's any chance you could ever meet him? Now he's doing back to do stand up. Well, if I if I go to the states, which I was planning to do uh, before, oh. him. yeah, man, I was planning to I was planning to go to New York and you know just um. See what happens, man. Uh, oh so, wow! Well, I mean, I, I'm meant to be touring next year, so love it, great. And so you are touring this year or next year? Sorry, twenty twenty two. Oh, yeah, okay, great. And then after that, when it's all back to normal, I guess New York. Yeah, yeah. When it's safe and you know. Yeah. Cool. Oh, I love that. Mm. And I think I've got yeah. into American comedy a lot more. Um, during this lockdown than ever. Their culture of it is a lot better and stronger, I think. Mm. Um, we maybe have to be a bit more prolific up and coming with Edinburgh, but I just think theirs is still just the best and the funniest just gets to the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree with you. I hear that. So, for Dead, uh, a little bit of a connection, slightly close, but I went for uh, Robin Williams. Oh, so, okay, cool. Okay. I went for somebody who uh, who played Peter Pan, but you basically went for Peter Pan. But I um... <laughs> that was a good shout. Oh, that's a good shout, man. Now, now that you said, that, I'm like, oh yeah, could have put in Robin in it. Well, yeah, but I mean, very strong content- contender. But he, he can be. He, he's on the bench with Alicia Keys, <laughs> and I imagine uh, the other Ninja Turtles. Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then for fictional, I went with uh, Leonardo. Oh, okay, okay. So, why, why Leo? Well, um, for I think, um, well, for one reason was in an answer you gave once when people said about who would like you most like to meet or something. It was a similar question to this, and you just wrote them out. But the first one you wrote was Leonardo, and I was like, is there maybe a reason he did that, or is that just the order? Yeah, well, he's he's the leader, isn't it? So, so it's Leonardo, yeah, Donatello, Michelangelo, and Raphael. That's it. And I'll be honest, actually, I wasn't near Donatello, and it was going to be between Leonardo and Raphael, but only because I sort of associate the color red with you. Um, yes, it is my favorite color. Oh, is it? Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe that's why. Maybe that's the connection. But so, in the end, I went with Leonardo. A lot of red. So yeah. <laughs> But right, there you go. So that was my, how we leaned towards Raphael. But in the end, I went with Leonardo. So, I mean, not far off. Mate, got... am I that damn predictable? It's all <laughs> turtles and comedy. That's all he does. I've, listen, I've told my girlfriend, if we get married, prepare for a turtles theme. Okay. <laughs> I'm dressing up as Donatello. You're dressing up in a yellow jumpsuit like April O'Neil. Okay. The Reverend, we dress as a rat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so turtles or nothing for me. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't even question it, and I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure people would be more surprised if we turned up 
And there, if we turn up there and there is not a single reference to any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles anywhere at your wedding, then we're going to go, wow, he must really love her. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we now have the tough bit where we have to pick one to go through to the ultimate dinner party. Um, I'm going to let you choose because these three especially mean more to you, I think, than anybody could imagine. What are the grounds for the ultimate party? Well, some people have sort of um, chosen, like Paul McCaffrey, for example, his his um, his dead guest was a guy, I can't remember the name now, annoyingly, but he was really sort of prominent in the music scene. But behind yeah. the scenes, he sort of ran nights, he ran festivals abroad that, 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 that Paul would go to. But he was like, but Paul said, I wouldn't choose him because for the good of the party, I would want... Uh, people to all have somebody they can experience but okay. the party itself does range from um we've got um we've got characters from ghostbusters we've got um jonathan creek we've got joanna lumley we've got prince we've got elvis okay. yeah okay oh okay i think all my guests they all have a strong case yeah okay actually i think eddie murphy might be there Tom oh. Lucy, I th- he okay. chose Eddie Murphy. I can't remember if he, if he made it through. It would have been tough for him to not have gone through. Okay. I can't remember if we decided either that um, Eddie um, will be chosen again, so we can safely say we'll go with another, another direction, or whether we actually went for Eddie. Oh. Sorry, I should have done my homework on this. Okay. No, no, no. Right. <laughs> See, you always need a laugh at a party. You always need some jokes. And yeah. you will bring that. Yeah. Michael, see, Michael's had such an interesting life. I feel like there'd be questions, but I feel like someone might ask the wrong question and go down that road. And I don't yeah. the mood of the party to be brought down. So for the sake of Michael, yeah. save him. Because because I love him so much, he won't be going. I'm I'm gonna say Eddie because Michael saved himself. Donnie, will there be pizza at this ultimate party? Also, there'll be a lot of alcohol, and as he's a teenager, I don't want him to feel left out, and I don't want to like, I don't want to be a bad influence. Like, yeah, just drink. So, I'm right. that kind of guy. Yeah. Do we know how old they are? I would guess they're American now, so they can't be teenage drinking at all. But how old? I mean, if they're over here, if he's eighteen, are we sort of the like the British well, relatives that sort of be like, hey, you're over here now? <laughs> no, I love them too much. Okay, so they're, they're meant to be. So Donnie would be fifteen. So you're right at a party because somebody wanted to potentially pick Matilda once, and then we realised that would be just quite odd. Yeah. <laughs> Whose who's kid is it? <laughs> It'd be good for I guess you could sort of you could, she could just sort of pass us drinks without having to move. <laughs> yeah, that's just child labour. <laughs> <laughs> Magic child labour, <laughs> not as frowned upon. Um, I think that's a good shout. So I'm going to go Eddie then. Eddie Murphy. Now, I will go back and listen to make sure what Tom and I chose, right? So at the end, after this, when I when I do the outro, I will have checked. If we have picked Eddie, <laughs> who's on the bench from Michael or Donatello? <sighs> Michael. Of course. Perfect. Mate, thank you so much for coming on. Um, thanks for having me, man. It's been fun. So that was Nathan. I hope you enjoyed it. I did go back and listen. 
and we previously have already put Eddie Murphy through to the ultimate dinner party. Therefore, it's Michael Jackson. I'm sure people will be very split on that. Uh, if you want to uh, get in contact, then feel free. You can tweet me or you can email me at guestlistwithjake at gmail.com so we can go over that should anybody wish to complain or whatever. But um, that's all from me. As always, I'll be back next week with another episode. Bye.